Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. afternoon good evening wherever you are welcome to our episode of sheologians we're here today to put the her and recommends 2020 good because <laughs> we're gonna recommend some things my name is summer yeager and i'm here with my beautiful co-host joy and joy i just want you to know that if you had the corona virus uh-huh i would probably just still be sitting here doing a podcast with you <laughs> if i had the coronavirus I would be quarantined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For or you would just out of be love fine. for neighbor. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know you had it. Right. Because that happens a lot. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. There's that's also true. that factor. Hey, Jojo. Matthew just walked in with Jojo and she smiled at me with four teeth. Oh yeah. my goodness. She has two in teeth that are fully in and then two that are just like Popping through, like little Jojo. She's gotten so big; it's wild. How are my children? They doing good? They behaving? Yeah, they're addicted to electronics, but other than (laughs) (laughs) yeah, if I need them to stay busy, here's. I didn't let them have the iPads this morning so that they could do that this afternoon. (laughs) You know, you got to break it up. It would increase demand too. Yeah, it increases it increases the engagement, Jojo. Anyway, um, yeah. So I want to tell you guys we have some new stuff um, as of last week in the store. Uh, We have our feminism can't save you, but the gospel can stuffs in there. Um, we've got t-shirts, tanks, and mugs, so they're really cute, and I don't know how to not buy one of everything, which is I know. a legitimate problem that I have. I still need to buy something, I... but I want it to be white so I can tie-dye it. Oh, that's fun. Okay, that's a good idea. You should do that. Some inspo. Mm-hmm. I think we have, we have some white options. Yeah. Some white t-shirt. I think we have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Oh, white yeah. Shirt. Anyway, you guys should go to shopsheologians.com. Um, we have little things. We have little onesies. We have little onesies that are really cute. If you guys get your stuff in, can you please take pictures and post them and hashtag it so we know and we I can mean, see? I mean, even if you don't want, if you maybe if you don't like want to share pictures of your children, just put like a little cheeseburger over their face or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't even care. I just... I don't want I want to see I want to see the stuff um, you see you sipping out of your mug baking yeah. in your apron I bought an apron I bought an apron and I'm really excited if you bought a sweatshirt you don't you don't have to, have wear, it to yet. wear it yet oh I can't wait for a sweatshirt I'm totally getting a sweatshirt when it's not 116 yeah that's really exciting okay so go to shopshieldagens.com we have new arrivals every single month i'll keep telling them about you we will keep not having ads as long as you guys are buying t-shirts um book club starts this week actually july 22nd wednesday july 22nd we are starting back up so um yeah, I don't know what I would do without book club. My weeks since we've had three, no, two weeks off now, 
like I forget what day of the week it is because like Wednesday is book club and that is like my marker that it's Wednesday and this is what's happening and so it's just like starting my week. <laughs> now you're actually, not anchored. Yeah, they you feel no longer anchor. and I miss talking to you guys. I miss reading with you guys. So we are going to be reading God's Battle Plan for the Mind by David W. Saxton. You still have time to grab that. Um, it's also on Audible, I believe, uh, and Kindle. And I'm just, I'm a paper version in book club, but you can consume it however you so desire. Um, so join book club. That's at patreon.com slash theologians. You can call us and leave a voicemail at 470-465-0475. And actually, if we get through our recommends pretty quickly, I don't know how long it's going to take, but if we get through it pretty quickly, um, I sourced a a voicemail question that I thought was a oh, good okay. good question, but not an episode worth. Like, I don't think you and I would be able to make an episode out of it. Um, right. But it's a good question. So, okay, we'll, well see. Let's fly so, through and- yeah, keep leaving us the voicemails because sometimes, like, I just when you guys leave voicemails, I kind of write a note for each voicemail. I I guess I haven't told you guys this. If you call with a question, I've written it down. If you call with an episode idea, I've written it down. Obviously I'm reading the transcriptions all the time because they're hilarious. (laughs) Um, So anyway, if you call and leave a voicemail, I'm taking note. So anyway, and you don't have to ask us a question. You can just call and be like, your last episode was so dumb. Or, you know, whatever you feel the need to say is totally fine. Or a haiku. Or you could leave us a haiku. It doesn't even matter. We're down and open for all of it. So anyway... I think once a summer for the last three summers, we have done a recommends episode, I yes. think. And the reason yeah. for that is that you guys are always asking us, hey, what are you reading? Or what book do you suggest on this topic? Or what podcast are you guys listening to? Or, you know, whatever. And so <laughs> it's really, sorry. This is just don't hilarious. be sorry. What's, tra- what, what I'm What's transpiring? Accom- what I'm trying to accomplish. She's, is just- she's dealing with a very wiggly... 10 month old yeah. right now who is just the cutest if there's anyone out there listening that has a six month old and younger mm-hmm. they get very wiggly just prepare so wiggly <laughs> like next level wiggles. so wiggly i remember when she just used to lay there for yeah. entire episodes mm-hmm. like yeah. and just nothing just sleep the whole time or sleep just or, nurse and sleep. yeah that was it I can literally see her foot like kicking on yeah. the table right mm-hmm. now. And she's like twice as long as she was. <laughs> yeah, she is. She... That little foot peeking out is so cute. I know. Oh. And she just wants to feel things with her feet. Like when her hands, when she's nursing and her hands aren't um, available. Yeah. She just likes to take her toes and like grab chunks of my hair. And <laughs> I pull. love it. I love it so much. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We... We're, our, it's going great. The The daughter-mother dynamic is totally there. Wow, you Day guys. one. Yeah. <laughs> it has been there <laughs> for a while. I've actually really enjoyed. I feel like there are moments when the two of you are interacting. And obviously, you're dealing with an infant. But right. I can already see what this is going to look like when she's 13. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the mm-hmm. dynamic is already established. Yeah. I, I, well, it occurred to me that if or when we have another child uh-huh. everything that you think you know about babies you realize like oh no we just knew that one baby because yeah. a baby is just a person that has all their own mm-hmm. 
a personality baby. <laughs> like person. certain struggles <laughs> right. that maybe other people don't have as much. Right. And so I've been trying to sort of pay attention to what's actually her personality. Yeah. And not just see her as right. a baby blob. Yeah. Because she's not. None she's of not. them are. No. <laughs> yep. And it just gets more and more cemented day by day. <laughs> so mold your kids, you guys. Actually, you know what? One, so one of my recommendations totally fits in with this. Is to spank your kids? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to go into that. What I was going to do. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to get, I don't. In, you don't want to open that bag. That is not a bag. I almost said bag of worms, but it's can of worms. <laughs> it's it's also a bag. why do they sell cans of worms and not bags? Because they wiggle like babies. But cans are sealed shut. But you can't put something, al- you can't put something alive in a can and seal it shut and keep it alive. Do you fish with live worms? Usually, I don't it's know. good if they're moving. I then that... Listen. Does a can of worms really even exist? I don't know. Can you guys tell us? Leave us a voicemail at 470 <laughs> Tell us all about your worms. Worm? Are there? Do we have any worm people do we have listening? Because you know what? The, the pigeon people came out. Oh, did they? The pigeon people came out. They were like, listen. Do we have any pigeon owners? Um, I don't know if there's any pigeon owners, but we definitely have people who were like... Someone was like, my daughter loves pigeons. And then someone else was like, I am a pigeon person. <laughs> and we got voicemails about it, too. So Did any pigeons call in? <laughs> one pigeon called in and was like, I need more Wonder Bread. Oh, here it goes. Here I she need goes. more Wonder Bread. Isn't that what you feed pigeons? Like, yeah. if you're going to feed pigeons, you go to Walmart. You, like, get the cheapest <laughs> and bread And you get possible. the Wonder Bread. Yeah. And everyone's happy, right? JoJo is not happy. No, Hi, she JoJo. She doesn't want to be under there. Even though she was sleeping a second ago, I'm pretty sure. Was she? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Matthew's in a meeting, so we'll see we'll how see what happens. interesting this. Yeah. Is. So here's my recommendation. Um, I want to me- recommend that we should all be memorizing scripture, but in particular, if you are a parent. You need to be memorizing scripture with your kids. Kids are so good. Their memory is better than yours. <laughs> Seriously. Kids are so good at memorization. And I just think one of the most worthwhile things I've ever done is memorize scripture with my kids. And it's amazing to see how quickly they can do it. And it's just... Their little brains are just... Sponges. Mm -hmm. They're sponges. And you don't don't need some, like, intense memorization plan. Just pick a passage of scripture and read it over every day (laughs) with your kids and have them repeat it after you a couple times. And within a week, you'll have it memorized. And that's not a joke. So I'm super excited because we have a co-op this fall. And we have decided that... And we did the math. And over the course of the school year... If we memorize three verses a week, which is totally doable, by the Mm. way, even if you're just doing it Monday through Friday, you're reading it, repeating it a couple times a day, um, and you memorize three verses a week, we're going to get through the book of Colossians in this school year. So that's our goal. It's a bit, it seems like a lofty goal, but I really think it's going to not be a problem at all. Well, and you've given yourselves time to get through it. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, the reason everybody hates memorizing things is because they can't read it once and have it memorized. <laughs> right. But it does take work. I just think it's a discipline. Not, uh, right. It's a discipline worth 
investing in and it's it's investing in your kids spiritual life and spiritual health and it's your spiritual life and spiritual health and that is just start now start small just do a little bit every day you have the time to do it you have the ability to do it right why aren't you doing it it's so great anyway that was my first recommend since we were talking about kids little kids things that you do i have a recommendation kids. pertaining to kids Ooh, too. okay let's hear it my recommendation was going to be to sit with your kids while you or they eat lunch oh yeah um or yes. whatever meal yep um just because i noticed that well so i bring georgia to work with me right which is not a small task nope um because it means I'm having to take care of her while simultaneously working. working. Yeah. So um, I noticed what I was doing is I was just keep, like trying to keep her busy. Yeah. But um, it actually works a lot better if for periods of the day instead of, well, because what happens is I end up spending every moment sim- simultaneously parenting and working. Right. But if I allow her to kind of like refuel and like spend time with me, mm-hmm. then she entertains herself more independently. Hi. 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 But also, it's a moment where I have to die to self. Yeah. And sit down. Mm-hmm. And and this and this isn't even just work. It means like put your phone down to like mm-hmm. don't do the thing you wanted to do and just yeah. sit down with your kids. Yeah. Um, I actually, she eats way more when I'm helping her eat instead of just letting her feed herself. Right. Yep. There's way less food in my office. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also sit on the floor with her mm-hmm. so I can practice like posture building. I can stretch my legs. I just sit. I actually recommend sitting on the ground right. for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, because with, you'll yeah. realize that you're not strong and that you're you need not. to be stronger. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, but I mean, those are just pragmatic, uh, reasons. Obviously the reason I think you should do it is because it's good for you yeah. and your kids. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And you need yeah. to be in the practice of regularly putting down your thing and doing someone else's thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's just how it is it's definitely so as a mom like I definitely we all have those moments that you're talking about where it's like I can choose right now between this thing that might seem more relaxing to me or this thing that might seem like more work but in the end it's really not it's just like how right. we're thinking of work right and like it's really cute because you know whenever I finish making lunch one of the kids will be like, hey, will you sit next to me? And I'll realize I'll have this moment where it's like, I'm not sitting down to eat right now. So right. I, I thought I was going to clean up the kitchen and move on right. to my next task. And but, eat uh, hovering over the counter. Uh, right. And so, but now I have to sit and it's like, no, it really is a good time investment. And by the way, while you're sitting there, you all can practice your verses. Right. You <laughs> it actually works out really well. So there you go. those are some things I recommend. Um, so I do have some listening recommends if okay. you do. Um, I have one listening recommend. Okay. So I actually wrote a blog last week or two weeks ago or I don't even know because I was feeling a lot about music and Christian music in particular and how bad we are at it and all the horrible theology that can permeate it and what really is the problem with that. And so anyway, 
go read the blog. I have a lot of thoughts about that. But people were asking me like, okay, well, what are you listening to? And number one, um, I have a, a playlist of Christian music that I normally just have on in the background at my house. And part of the reason for that is that I'm just, I'm way too much of a sinner not to be listening to music that Mm -hmm. points me to Jesus. Um, And so people were asking, well, what do you listen to? And so I just want to give a disclaimer that um, whatever musical group you're listening to, sometimes they have sound theology and sometimes they don't. And for me personally, my litmus test for what I'll listen to or not is not necessarily does this band have great theology, but is the theology in the song sound? Right. Because there's a lot of great hymns written by people I have a lot of disagreements with and whatever. So my litmus test is, is this song sound? So like I know that Rend Collective, for example, like they have a lot of really wonky beliefs. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of really sound songs. Right. <laughs> um, even, you know, um, the only the only group I know of, I'm sure they're not the only ones, the only ones I know of that have ever like basically sang the Nicene Creed is Hillsong. Like the only version of the Nicene Creed being sung that I'm aware of is Hillsong. Obviously Hillsong, yikes. Right. But you know what I mean? So like my litmus test is, is the song sound because I'm absolutely positive i'm not going to agree with everything these people right believe so anyway um but city of light is a band i've been listening to a mm-hmm. lot I they're think awesome they kind of just like came out of nowhere for yeah. me and i don't i feel like i was maybe i was behind or i think they're australian or something i don't even know they're, they're great all australian they're all australian um shane and shane is obviously good ren collective has good music i love i've been kind of into like 90s <laughs> music lately i don't know what's happening to me it's very weird okay um but it reminded me that i really loved the old cademan's call albums so much from like the late 90s i have not listened to them in they were so yeah i know me neither and then i don't remember what happened but something i was like oh i remember cademan's call before like Mm -hmm. all that happened the music's great so anyway that's my that's my musical encouragement is Put some worship music on. That's another way to put God's word on your kids' hearts, depending on what you're listening to. Um, And I think that you should do that. One of my favorite things in the whole wide world is that every time January washes her hands, she very, very loudly sings a a hymn that she's heard that day. So I get to control... Because right. I just put it on. It's in the, on in the background. Mm-hmm. And I love that she's washing her hands and she's singing holy, holy, holy. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, yeah, like that is the best. And it will encourage you as a parent. So do that. And then my one podcast recommend is um, Nancy Wilson's podcast, Femina podcast. You guys, F-E-M-I-N-A, go subscribe. If you did not have a godly grandmother or mother even if you did (laughs) and you just need another one (laughs) um if you just want to be blessed listening to the feminine podcast it's like so my grandma died in 2010 it's like i'm sitting at a table with my grandma just being encouraged in the lord like it is the best and i just it's there's a new one every friday if you don't subscribe to this you're wrong and you <laughs> need to do it and it's f- that's getting clipped and put somewhere on the internet <laughs> good <laughs> as long as y'all subscribe to the Femina podcast I don't care 
And yeah, so those are my listening recommends. Um, my listening recommend uh, is on behalf of myself and my husband. Okay. Um, but this, because this is something I wouldn't listen to without my husband, but I still enjoy. Oh. Which that can happen. Just so you it know. Just- <laughs> Be a little more open-minded, that ladies. That can happen. <laughs> I know. My husband's been watching this weird, like, where, this show where, like, these guys and women get dropped in the middle of the forest and whoever... Oh, alone? Alone. Whoever oh, yeah, survives. Show. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we love that show. I hate it <laughs> you so do? much. I hate every second of it. Why? Because every episode, everyone's just crying about how horrible they've been in their real life. And I'm just like, and they just cry. And all the men, every episode, they're like, I didn't love my wife enough. And I'm just like, why? I feel like this is something I shouldn't I shouldn't be seeing this. Like none of this should not have been filmed. It's what, um, this man it's crying. What happens, in the it's woods. what happens when I've asked my husband about this. It's what happens when you're alone, like truly alone. Like, so even when you're alone in your house. Yeah. You're not really. You hear cars outside. People can walk to the door. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. Myself included. Have never been that Have no idea. No. What it's like to actually be alone. Nope. Um, And then for an extended period of time. So what it does to you is it gives you time to think. About everything you've ever done and everything you've ever said. <laughs> that sounds terrible. And you get right. <laughs> you get right. There maybe. is no, like, there are very few um, instances where you don't, like, realize how wrong you've been. Yeah. It produces a contrite. Rarely does it yeah. produce this, like, like uh, egotistical, right. prideful. Yeah. Uh, person listen at the end it it produces a humbled and contrite person every single time i walk in the room and my husband's watching this the man on screen is crying about his wife yeah (laughs) like every single well and there's in the beginning the people who leave in the beginning are people that are like i just can't find food and i'm so hungry right the people who like couldn't they just they couldn't or they get injured or lose something or whatever oh my gosh yeah georgia (laughs) she's ripping joy's headphones off right um but yeah then when it gets to the end the people who are there obviously can hack it right they're the ones that succumb to the just utter isolation the emotion of it like just hot messes uh there was a guy in the last episode last season i watched who killed a moose and a wolverine. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. He was the one that won. Yeah. I watched, I saw when his wife came up and surprised him yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. I cry every time. I didn't. I was just, this show upsets me. And I am not <laughs> into it at all. It okay. upsets me. So not recommended by Summer. <laughs> <laughs> recommended by. And then she laughed at the end of it. <laughs> not recommended by Georgia? I'm not she, sure. I don't know what she recommends. <laughs> she might recommend me changing her diaper. Right. Like, what are um, you recommending right now, Jojo? Recommend flailing and gl- going limp in your mother's arms. Hey. What she would probably not recommend is getting your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that's thing. true. Okay. So my recommendation is Bizzle's new album, The Messenger for Independence Day. So not Independence Day, like Independent Day. Okay. People so who an are independent. independent. Yeah. 
T-S. Not, yeah, not like Who? the 4th of July. Bizzle? Spell Bizzle. that. B-I-Z-Z-L-E. Okay. I have never... Who is that? What? He's a Christian rapper. Oh, okay. Is that what Matthew was listening to when we walked in? That was what we were listening... I was listening to. That it. was you. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, Matthew, I think, was listening to Seven. Okay, you, that's right. When you walked in He loved lunch. Seven. Yeah, that's his favorite. And then I don't remember if it was Janie or Clem that judged him really hard for oh. it. Oh. <laughs> Clementine. Clementine. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave it to Clementine. Okay, Bizzle. Got it. <laughs> she had a very familiar look on her face. It's like I've seen it. <laughs> oh, somebody else make it before. <laughs> I don't know where she got that. I have no idea. It must have been that James White guy. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually. Yes. But <laughs> it might have been. I wonder who he gave it to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my, my musical uh, recommendation. Okay. Good. No, I like it. Um, okay. I have some, a couple. I have three watch recommends. Okay. So I have no watch. Okay. I am not consuming I have it covered. a lot of No, I'm not either. Lately. Yeah. Well, and I am listening a lot to one podcast, but I'm not going to recommend it because oh. I'm not going to be that person. Okay. You can tell me about it later. <laughs> You're like, it's Sheologian. Chances you are. <laughs> you already know what it is. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah. just not. Yeah. It's not that I recommend it so much as I'm heavily involved in a system <laughs> that yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. on that note, um, I think that you and I both binged Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yes. Okay. I did watch Unsolved Mysteries because yes. that's a must. That was so great. Mm-hmm. And they did a fantastic job. Um, I also want to recommend In the Vast of Night. If you have Amazon Prime, it was a charming little sci-fi that I just think if you have a minute go watch it it was cute um and then I have two recommends so this is kind of funny I was sitting down reflecting I also don't I just not watching that much right I don't have time I don't I don't have the time like I used to have. Right. Or maybe my priorities changed. I don't know. But the point is, is that I have recently started watching Apologia Academy. <laughs> oh, there's is, some really there's good some stuff. There's some really there. good stuff on there. So I'm going to recommend that. I think if good. you ladies are like, hey, there's some stuff I want to learn. Apologia Academy is like a seminary online, but you can just like learn all kinds of different topics, history, government, eschatology, um, mission, just so many (laughs) really interesting things. And then the last thing I want to recommend, and this is one where, um, and by the way, you can get all of Apologia Academy at apologiastudios.com. Uh, how much is it a month? Nine ninety five. Okay, nine ninety five. It's better. It's better than Netflix. So just do it. The other thing I want to recommend is if you guys are, if you have not yet watched the Bonson Stein debate. Oh, there you go. I feel like I should put that on your radar. So the Bonson Stein debate is a bit of a famous mythological debate in our crowd. Um, I remember the Christmas, Christmas 2005, when my dad got me an iPod video, and that was like a really big deal. Um, the one thing that he uploaded on it was the Bonson-Stein debate and a bunch of Bonson lectures. So when I got it, it had that on it. <laughs> so I was like 16 Classic. with my iPod video and the Bonson-Stein debate. You can find it on YouTube or download it or whatever, but um, 
just watch it. If you've never watched or listened to a debate, you know, the recording, the audio quality is not like the highest in the whole world, but it's good. Um, take time. Take time to watch that. That's all I have for that. Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay. I have one more recommend that doesn't really fit in a category. It's just a, it's just something I've been thinking about this week. Okay. I have started doing something that I would like to recommend to you guys. Um, and that is, and I know this might sound super pious and I'm not, I want pious, pious shouldn't be a bad word. I just want to recommend something to you. And I think you're going to be <laughs> maybe like, maybe it's pious, but it's maybe not it's pious, false but piety. You, sh- you should do it. I want to recommend praying before commenting or posting something. Oh my gosh. That goes so well with my last recommend. Perfect. Okay. Well then I'll explain mine. You explain yours. Great. Okay. Um, I just think that, and I have been guilty of this. I think all of us in my generation who we have just, we've had free access to the internet our entire lives. We have had access to social media all of our adulthood. Um, I think we have put, sorry guys, (laughs) Jojo. I think we've put so little value on what hitting the send button is. And I just think, you know, if you really want to, so something I'm in the practice of doing as well, which I'm not necessarily recommending, but like if someone sends me a message or a question or especially if it's pushback, my new habit that I'm getting into is never, ever, ever, ever responding right away. So like waiting, I think a lot of us, because we have like free access to all this communication, someone will send us a question or this or that. And sometimes it's like a very straightforward question. We're like, oh, can you send me a link to blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure. But if someone asks you a question or challenges you on something, it's so easy to just start typing. And so what I have started doing is I think that goes for advice too. Oh, advice. Because sometimes you say the thing that don't make advice about you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be like, oh, I have the answer to this. Right. So I'm just going to type away. Boop, 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 boop. I've yeah. got this. Yeah. So I just think I I am committed to doing that because I just think I have had, I have never really questioned all this access and free talking. And I think it's good. Right. I, I think that we should have free dialogue and all that stuff, but not free as in lawless. You know what right. I mean? Like not free as in, oh, this is all liberty. <laughs> like right. there's lots of things we're not at liberty to do. And so I'm just, I think that number one, if somebody asks me a question that is more than like, hey, can you send me a link or, uh, you know, something easy like that, if I actually have to like think in order to respond, I am going to make it a practice to not respond right away, um, especially if it, it it could be like a controversial topic. Right. Um, and I just think, you know, before we post something, um, before we comment on something, like pray about it. It doesn't have to be a 10 minute prayer. I just mean like think a little bit more about it. (laughs) Talk to God about it and be intentional. That's, let's all just, I bet if we all started doing that, 
things would change. Right. So I'm just going to start doing that. My recommend was to occasionally delete the paragraph you've written on social media. Just occasionally do it. Yeah. Have you done it six times today? <laughs> do it. <laughs> do Have you had run-in after run-in after run-in <laughs> with the same person you're writing a paragraph to? Yeah. Delete it. Delete it. Maybe don't. Is it... <laughs> Can the conversation end? Can the argument end mm. at this point? And mm. has it has it devolved to name calling mm. or anything like that? Delete it. And you're just defend trying to defend yourself. Uh-huh. Are you talking to someone who just doesn't care what you even have to say? Are you saying this Delete. because you saw this happen yesterday? I just I've I've just see see it all the time. Oh man. Um. Yeah. And and you know what? I know. This is not hard to believe at all. I do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. That's none of my business. <laughs> another great another great reason to delete a paragraph. Mm-hmm. Are you right in the middle of something? Yeah. Do you have mm. dishes? Do you need to vacuum? Are your kids mm. clawing each other's eyes out? Are you supposed to be making a dish to take to someone Ooh. later? Uh-huh. Um, delete. 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 <laughs> just occasionally just think could I delete this and the world would be the same yeah so I actually woke up having a conversation with someone about deleting comments <laughs> this morning like I'm not right. kidding the first thing that happened to me today it's funny because I wrote I wrote this down before you that's so even funny. that's so funny you yeah and it, it, it great example you can also delete things you've already published. Uh huh. If that makes things better. If it makes things if you better. like, if you're to the point where you can't stop engaging with someone who's yeah. engaging with you, yeah, just delete. Yeah, delete it. So it's funny because, so there's only whenever I post something on Sheologians, it it can go hundreds of comments deep. Right. And so my mo is I believe in free speech, and if y'all want to have a conversation, have it. I remember a couple years ago, a particularly controversial thread happened and I got in a lot of trouble. I mean, I lost friends because they felt that I should have been monitor- monitoring this thread better and deleting yeah. comments. And they were like, since you refuse to delete comments and whatnot, like we can't, I, I can't be a friend anymore. Well, then <laughs> the other day, a thread it was again a controversial thing that I posted. I expected pushback, of course, or lots of disagreement. But the notifications and comments and messages I were getting, I was getting, were so nasty that I was like, okay, you know what? I could make a case here for deleting some of these. Well, then I, I got in trouble because how dare you delete comments? Right. I can't stay here if you're going to be deleting comments. And so um, if you're going to try to control what I say, <laughs> it's just like, so then I just you're taking away my rights <laughs> well, about this specific topic. <laughs> so then I'm I just upset. thought I got to the point with the thread where I had so many other things to do and people were genuinely being so nasty that I couldn't stay on top of it. Like there was no way I could monitor this and fulfill my duties yesterday right. afternoon, which I had a lot. And so I thought, you know, no one here is really doing very well. Why don't I just make everyone stop doing this? Right. Because I can you do that. You have the power to do that. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, I thought, I thought maybe what if that crowd that said you should be monitoring more might be right? Of course, clearly I can't make everyone happy because there's a whole well, yeah, crowd that. I've lost friends because 
they say that we're not monitoring our transphobic comments. So it's just like, (laughs) I can't make everyone happy. There's a whole crowd that thinks I should be monitoring and deleting. And there's a whole crowd that thinks I shouldn't be monitoring and deleting. And I think you're right. I think at the end of the day, um, there's safety in less words. And of course I don't, I hope that when we say that no one on earth thinks that you and I are saying you should be quiet about what you believe because we're absolutely not saying that and I think our body of work hopefully testifies to that I just think you have to use wisdom in certain situations and I I think yesterday was one of those wisdom moments yeah it's very rare for I don't remember the last time I deleted a post it Um, never happens it doesn't happen but it just really seemed to me like this was a time when I could do something good in deleting the post (laughs) um and encourage people to you know, interact differently. Yeah. But um, anyway, it was funny because then I woke up to a message from someone who had been mad about me deleting their comments, but then they deleted their comment and explained why. And I was just like, you know, here's an interesting uh, moment where I just wanted to extend grace and be like, okay, right. we all are. You didn't delete it to punish everybody. <laughs> right. Like right. I'm taking away your privileges. <laughs> It's like, let me just help. Let me help you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as a parent, that's how it is too. It's not like, it's not like, let me show you what justice is right now. It's like, here, let me assist you in being what you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to behave. This is not holy what y'all are up to. So we're just going to turn the TV off instead of fighting over it. That's not always the best option. I I truly believe that too. So I just think... And when I said, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, where I feel like we're still in eighth grade when it comes to being mature on social media. Right. It hasn't been around that long. We're not that practiced in it. We have a lot of growth to do. And well, I want wanna... our culture is currently in the, my feelings, yeah. my experience. Right. That, so in general we're kind of like a bunch of middle schoolers yeah no offense to all the middle schoolers listening i'm yeah. sure you're perfectly lovely <laughs> but in but, terms of growth and maturity yeah. that's what i'm trying to say yeah. and so i want to graduate from middle school and in that desire that means that i'm going to be praying more and deleting and not not deleting you guys's comments just like being more conscientious and doing what you said where it's like I don't need to write a paragraph. Right. I don't need to. There's so many things. So, and I don't even know how many people, it's interesting because I don't even get this so much. I mean, occasionally I get it from Facebook. Facebook for me is so generic at this point. Yeah. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing because there's lots of kids pictures and people who I, I've been like sort of just every once in a while, like right. unfriending people, not be- for right. anything, just because it's like, you know what? I don't really care what you're doing. Right. And that's fine because we haven't seen each other in since we were five. Like, right. so it's okay. Um, but, uh, oh my gosh, don't, no, don't forget what you were just saying. Facebook's generic for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, but I, and I don't know how many people are with me on this because I don't know how many people are on Reddit that are listening to me right now, but Reddit is a whole, if you think that people give their opinions on social media and you've never been on Reddit, mm-hmm. I have a really, yeah, I have really bad news for you. Really <laughs> you bad. have not been exposed to 75% of the opinions on, yeah. on the internet. And, um, yeah, I can't tell you how many, I think my fascination with it 
is just that. Like uh, my fascination is that I read some of the comments and I'm just like, these people just want to say what they think all yeah. the time. They just, and you can tell they didn't wait. No, you can tell they, they didn't, didn't wait. They didn't write a rough draft and then, no, uh, uh, you know, change it or uh-uh. try to improve on what they said. Yeah, she no, just tossed she just, that yeah, pacifier. There it went. Um, I can get it while you're talking. But um, but yeah. So it uh, it is the most. It is the place where I would mo- most likely interact with people. That being said, I've written like three posts on there. <laughs> but you. It is a place where questions get asked constantly. And I can't even tell you how many people are just itching to give their opinion. Right. And if you, if what you believe is that we're not supposed to be self-absorbed and Mm -hmm. self-obsessed and constantly uh, sacrificing to ourselves, Uh not of ourselves, to ourselves. Right. um, Then you just have to, you have to be mindful about how often you're speaking nowadays or typing yeah. nowadays, mm-hmm. because really we are given the opportunity to interact as much as we want. But if you really believe mm-hmm. that you need to die to self and not serve self, you yeah. have to at least every once in a while, you have to be able to be like, um, I'm not it's, the gonna, world's going to be okay. If yeah, I don't, if I don't engage in this battle, right. everyone's going to be fine. Right. It's not all about yeah. me. Right. And, and it's not, um, in many, many ways, it's just not productive. Right. Um, and so it may even reflect how much you're willing to actually interact about the issues. Right. Because if you are talking to a bunch of people and you know, you'll never meet and you know, you'll never change their mind and there's no actual, there's not anything productive actually happening. It just means that you're engaging in that thing where you just like to talk and give your opinion and if you're exhausted and uh your business is uh being sacrificed to just talk then just delete it just give it up just give it up stop right and obviously we believe that you should be I believe in the free exchange of ideas. I think communication is good, all of that. But I think that we fail in um, investing in what God has put in front of us a lot of times when what we put, when we're, we're putting constantly in front of us is our phones, is our screens. That doesn't mean there's nothing on that screen for you to do that's productive. Right. I think that there absolutely is a lot of productive things that you can do on the internet and get busy doing them but you have to have wisdom and discernment in when and what those things are there so you go. pray before you post and delete some stuff okay should we answer this it's question it's freeing it it's is freeing it's super freeing actually just delete it yeah. and put your phone down and be I'm like i'm willing I don't have to bet to do this. i'm willing to bet here is here's my challenge for everybody i'm willing to bet that if this week you put a timer like I know on iPhones, you can put yeah. a time limit on your apps or whatever. Maybe you should do that. If you put a timer on it and cut down your social media time by like two thirds and then you work on memorizing some scripture, tell me in a week that you don't have less anxiety because I can guarantee you that you do. Right. I I know that you do. Right. There's no doubt about it. So just try it. Try it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Anyway. Do it. All right. 
Well, you do a this, we... turn, this turned from recommendations to do, do it. it. <laughs> that last one is a must. It's not recommended. Uh, just do it. Okay. Do we have time for the listener question? Yeah. I think it's going to take us a solid seven minutes. Okay. To answer well. All right. Okay. Here's the listener. I did technically have one more recommendation, and it was that everyone should pay their taxes. Oh. By the time you've heard this. Yeah, you will have needed will to have already needed, have paid your yeah, taxes. Yeah, just FYI, you guys. If you still need to, Joy cares do it. about your income and your household, right. and that you've been on top of and it. And if, <laughs> if anything, you know how I feel about taxation to an extent. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm still recommending you do it. Just pay your taxes, guys. Okay, here's a listener question: Is it okay for married Christian women to choose not to have children? I'm wondering if that's the face you're making because it was only a couple weeks ago that Kevin DeYoung was like murdered in the streets (laughs) for saying that like Christians should get married and have kids. (laughs) I think it's worth talking about. Is Um, it okay? What are you weighing in your brain? Okay, is my word is oh. the word that I have. That's her trying to get my attention. I'm starting to learn this. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Is it okay? I mean, technically, it's if by okay you mean it's not a salvation issue. You don't have to have kids to be saved. Okay, got it. If that's what does okay mean? Um, biblical, maybe. I think maybe they mean like, is it biblical? Should Christian women, married Christian women, desire to have children? Is something wrong with them if they don't? Um, I don't think you have to desire to have children. Like that, that's not a a part of the criteria. But I think you should. Okay. Okay. What? Well, okay. So I, I think, so a couple weeks ago, Kevin DeYoung writes this article telling, you know, Christians that you should have a lot of, have as many kids as you can, not necessarily like until your physical body gives out, not but like you know, a, it's not a quiverful, not a quiverful thing. move, but you know, have, have as many kids as you He's not like trying to get in your bedroom. He's just saying like, right. do you think you're able to have three kids? Great. Have three kids. Right. Like, cool. Um, the problem is he didn't say, if you choose to have zero kids, that's cool. Right. It wasn't. He said, you know, raise them in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And I think, you know, what happens whenever this conversation happens is people who struggle with infertility or have lost a child or who don't desire children, they all hear what's not being said and they get their feelings hurt. Right. Well, because so, and I do want to take a second to address those people Okay. because that is one of, from my personal experience, wanting children and not being able to have them because you're not married or because of, like you said, fertility Fertility issues. Yeah. Um, that is, it's so hard. 
Yeah. That you're sort of primed to get your feelings hurt. Because your feelings are already hurt. Right. Maybe. Yeah. You're, yeah, potentially you are hurting fairly regularly about this. Right. So that's why we have to be very careful when it comes to reacting with those feelings. Because there is a very real hurt that if you allow to fester and that if you feed your feelings Mm -hmm. instead of what you know is true. Right. Um, you will be in quite a lot of pain yeah. for most of your day. Right. Yes. That's just... Yeah. So I'm not giving you a free pass, just so you know. But right. I do get right. where... I get it. I've yeah. felt it. I've been there. Yeah. I yes. get it. Um, so I, I would say that it is not okay in some ways. You've, we've already made all the clarifications and distinctions that I think we need to. We understand there's a lot of hurt around people who are unmarried, who desire to be married. We understand there's a lot of hurt around infertility. We are not saying that if you're saved, you'll want children. I know Christians, um, who don't want kids. Right. And, you know, just to be completely honest. They're very immature Christians. A lot of them are very new Christians. A lot of them have never been discipled. Um, This isn't me white just painting with a broad brush, but very broadly, I would say if a Christian doesn't desire, if a married Christian doesn't desire children, there is probably a discipleship issue there. Every time I hear of, here's all the reasons why I don't want kids, they are entirely 100% every single time, without a doubt, self-focused and the Christian life is one that cannot be self-focused by definition and a lot of times there just hasn't been a lot of discipleship out of that or growth out of that as a result Um, and so it's a shame I think when we hear Christians speak poorly of having kids and I understand when I was a very immature Christian and I had an infant I remember having those immature thoughts of like, oh, I'm not cut out for this or I'm not, you know, this is too hard for me. This must, this is easier for other women. Other Mm -hmm. women really love this and flourish in this and I don't. So this must just be not for me or, you know, and honestly, at the end of the day, what are all of those thoughts? They're self-focused, self-loving thoughts of like, oh, everyone else must just have it easier. It's like, well, yeah, everyone else was having it easier because they weren't doing it with a bad attitude like right. I was. Like, that was the that was why it was hard, was because well, my that, attitude sucked. Yeah, that's um, the, that is the, the attitude that we are told to accept right. nowadays. Right, don't if, even question it. Even if it. there's fear. Because like it was some, my true self. It right. was my true self. That was how I felt, so that must be the truth. Right. Well, and sometimes it's even like, well, you know, I'm just afraid something would happen because... Um, you know, a doctor told me X, Y, and Z, or I have this, I have, uh, this, uh, condition going on. And so I would just be terrified the whole time. And it's like, right. Yeah. It's pretty terrifying to grow a baby (laughs) inside of you. And then you hear, you hear everything that's going to go wrong possibly. And you are, it doesn't matter who you are right? to some extent parenting is going to be hard yes yeah. it might be harder for, for some you people than others are... sure. like right now do you guys hear this she's smiling at me but, but sounds she's like she's upset. crying but yeah. she's also upset she's in wine mode whining what about that was she like that red plastic thing oh, the, cone. the cone give her the cone 
Can I? She just wants to type on my computer. She just wants to type. Okay. I got her and elbow. The way she types is <laughs> by putting her entire body weight onto my I see laptop. that. Onto your laptop. Yeah. Which is probably not good for it. Pro- I mean, Here, look. probably not. Look at that cone. I mean, I just think at the end of the day, like, listen, I am... I am fresh off a miscarriage, okay? Right. Still fresh. I understand the pain of not having it, being able to have a child when you want to. Um, but I do think that if I, if I were to honestly assess every moment that I've thought like, oh, I don't want more kids or, oh, I'm not cut out for this because those thoughts can creep in very mm-hmm. easily. Um, Every single time I've had the ability to think through it, those the motivations for those feelings that I was having were extremely selfish. Right. And so I have yet to hear a Christ-focused reason for I don't want kids. Now, I understand that some what I some missionary couples mm-hmm. will say they're not going to have kids because they're going to go on mission. You know, this is one of those moments where I think you and I can't tell people what to do, but I know plenty of missionary families that have kids. Right. And I know plenty of kids that grew up in the mission field. Right. And I don't, I'm sure there are some mitigating factors. I can't sit here and tell every single person, no, you're absolutely wrong. I'm I'm not interested in doing that. Mm -hmm. I am interested in saying what Kevin DeYoung said, which is getting married and having kids is normative. Yeah. And it's natural. That's true, you don't and it shouldn't to... hurt your feelings, right. and it shouldn't offend you. And if you're not willing to embrace that, I think you have to ask yourself why, and right. if that makes you very defensive. Well, and that's why I wanted to bring up fear as well. Yeah. Because there is, we have this tendency to um, give fear, like, or anxiety, like a, like you get a break. If you're just selfish, then you're just a selfish person that doesn't want kids. Yeah, we all, we've all been, we're all selfish. We all, like, selfishness is not something that we give anyone a pass for. Right. But if you're afraid because you have X, Y, and Z, or you have this circumstance in your life. Yeah. um, Or I'm, we're going to become missions, like, missionaries, like, what if... Right. What if our kids the fear X, based Z, decisions not right. great? You still that's still just because fear is not something that we're supposed to um, be ruled by or yeah. feeling mm-hmm. uh, for large portions of the day. Um, there, fear is also a thing that you give to God. Right. So um, even that little area where we're more likely to like give a pass. Because we yeah. don't we don't have such a staunch view about fear as we do about selfishness, right? Um, Even that still you need to consider, right? And and you're gonna have to confront your fears and anxieties whether you have a child or not. Not right. to say that have a bunch of children because then you'll be more sanctified, but <laughs> <Right>. you will. <laughs> you absolutely. Children are a sanctifying tool. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, marriage and kids really grows you. And right. you know what? If that's not what God planned for you. Um, God's still going to grow you. However, right. he's going to grow you. Um, and you don't always necessarily know, like for those of you that are feeling hurt about this conversation or the, the conversation in general, not necessarily this specific one, like you don't always know that that's not in your future. Right. Right. You don't know. Right. So be patient. Love the Lord. 
get over yourself. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, we don't, just because this topic is a, can be a painful one for people, it doesn't mean we go, okay, submit to your feelings and. (laughs) Right. Oh, um, fine then. Right. (laughs) Everything's fine because you've been hurt. But so is it okay? I would say no. Yeah. It's not, it's not okay. Um, Yeah. Okay kind of makes it seem like it's my opinion. In my opinion, I don't think it's okay. Right. <laughs> and I think it's normative mm-hmm. or natural yeah. for people who are married to, to want have to children. have children. Yeah. Um, and wa- like wanting them is not, mm-hmm. it's a biological thing that happens yeah. when you have kids. So wanting them is not necessarily... Uh, like a prerequisite yeah. for if, having kids. I think if you're married, you're saying yes to children. <laughs> right. Because you're saying yes to sex. And if you're right. saying yes to sex, then you're saying yes to children. Right. And that's just all and there is yeah, to we don't, Yeah. We don't say a, a lot about that topic on this show, but creating a barrier like between you, your family as it is, and creating children. I'm not talking about a specific physical barrier. Sure. I mean, but any type of barrier you put in the intimacy between you and your husband, mm-hmm. out of fear, again, mm-hmm. <laughs> a fear of having kids and losing your freedom or whatever. Or a dislike for image bearers? Right. What? That makes no it's sense. Just, um, this is not a question the church has been asking until right the, the last until couple pe- decades until people started saying it was okay to never want children and you shouldn't ask me about not wanting children right it just wasn't like pe- this wasn't how people thought and i think right. you guys need to realize that for all of church history a question like that would have gotten you like some real confused right looks like no because well, obviously if you're married you don't want children <laughs> because then you can do whatever you want for the rest of your life obviously like well and i get that it's hard right we could go on about this forever. i know it's just but that's not how you're you don't it's not about like a um man's primary purpose is not about just doing whatever you want for the rest of your life there's room right. for for liberty in that statement of course but and one of my thoughts is is that children are made in the image of God and we're supposed to love image bearers. We're supposed to love right. that. And honestly, like, so until I grew up and out of some immaturity, like, I don't think I appreciated the incredible gift of being a mother in terms of you are given, you are given the very high calling of molding image bearers of God immortal souls like you're you're molding them into god's image like you they're already in god's image but you you when did grow when, them and you're saying you figured that out after you became a parent not yes before? not before i didn't and, right. and i think mentally mentally i understood right that uh, of course i understand i'm a christian of course right. i understand children are a blessing you hear this your whole life but then once you actually start doing it and you actually start <laughs> the lord thankfully dragged me along and sanctified me to where like i'm now starting to see the fruit right of a lot of faithfulness that i think i wasn't like you know just the fruit being like the fact that yesterday Clementine and I I wouldn't say we got like we didn't get into an argument but like we had a a tiff right and so I walked into the other room to do something and I was going to come back and finish this conversation with her and when I came back you know what she was doing she was sitting on the couch eyes closed hands folded praying 
praying that she and I would finish our conversation in a way that would make God happy. My seven-year-old. And I just thought, here's the fruit, you know, because when she was one and a half and always arguing with me, I felt like what I was doing was never going to end. And it was just this useless, all the discipline and all the discipleship, oh, exhausting, exhausting, you know, and it's like, and I'm so thankful that I had Christian, older Christian moms around me to tell me, don't give in, keep sewing, keep sewing, keep sewing, keep sewing. And now I'm at the point where I can see some fruit, like some real right. fruit. And and now, now I can see how anemic my view was of what God will do with your faithfulness, with your children. Yeah. And that this is so much bigger than me. Right. Like at the end of the day, okay, cool. I was faithful and I discipled. But like I have a seven-year-old who prays to the Lord about her her disagreements with her mother right. and wants them to end in a way that makes God happy. Like, and that wasn't just, that's not, oh, I did that. God used me to accomplish that work. Right, yeah. And that is, that is the blessing right. is that I got to be used by God for, for what he is doing in her life. And so I just think, how could you not want that? Right. I don't get it. It's not about what I do or don't get, but I don't get it. I think our point, a summation of our point is just that usually... Um, if there's actually a specific desire to not have children mm-hmm. at the root of that, you will find a form of unfaithfulness. Unbelief. Right. Yeah. I think a form of unbelief. Right. Usually. So yeah. no, it's not okay to not actively want Yeah. children. And God might not give them to you. Right. And I know that pain. Right. So yeah. I, I get that. And I still believe that it's strange for you to get married and consent to being a wife, but not consent right. to getting pregnant. Right. I'm sorry, but in a lot of ways, that's not a thing. Yeah. Anyway. And, and many. T- and what I've discovered, too, is that when it comes to... Maybe this isn't the best time to say this. Ooh, okay. I'm here for that. No, I'm just... Because <laughs> I, I, I know that there are people that uh, could hear this the wrong way i think that many people make many faithful decisions regarding whatever conception obviously some of them are just downright unfaithful (laughs) but um god is sovereign yeah and he does what he wants yeah um so if you, I'm not just like, we, sometimes we think that we have laid the best faithful foundation and path for us. And then God just has a different way. And it's yeah. not that you were doing anything wrong or doing anything right. like sinful or anything keeping right. you from intimacy with him. Right. Um, but it's okay to relinquish the control right. of wanting to have freedom in your life or being afraid of having right whatever um so we it's i think especially when it comes to children we we don't even have we don't have to do anything wrong necessarily you're technically like you're you're um you 
putting off having a family or not choosing to not have a family may not inherently have any <laughs> I don't know guys I don't you already heard what I said that's you gonna heard. have to be good enough. <laughs> you guys leave us a voicemail but do have kids just have some kids be faithful have kids raise them in the lord leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 Head up shopsheologians.com. We got new stuff. Let's see if the music plays this week. Is it going to play? If not, you can just listen to Georgia scream. (laughs) See you next week. This is the first day of my life. I was born right in.